more on that dignified transfer at Dover Air Force Base this afternoon. We're joined live on Drive Time by CBS News correspondent Linda Kenyon. Walk us through today's solemn event, Linda. Yeah, it was uh, it was actually um, one of the most solemn uh, events that you can view, and it was so tightly controlled that the media was not allowed to broadcast it live. It was all on tape playback. There was no audio allowed, and everything that transpired was done in slow silence. The President of the United States, the First Lady, the Defense Secretary, the top brass of the U.S. military, the families, they all watched very quietly, very solemnly, as the C-5 Air Force uh, transport plane uh, was carrying the uh, cases. They were not called caskets or coffins. They are cases. And the cases were flag-draped, carried one by one by Honor Guard, six members of the Honor Guard, the pallbearers, each dressed in military fatigues with white gloves, carried one of the transfer cases at a time to a waiting van and then returned to the C-5 for each successive casket or, in this case, case. And then, finally, as the last case was loaded into the van with much precision and a degree of military choreography, if you will, the van was slowly closed. The honor guard, the pallbearers, turned in unison, faced the van, and in unison saluted as that van slowly crept across the tarmac and then out of view. It was a ceremony that was both gut-wrenching and hard to watch and extremely interesting. You could not turn your eyes away. The United States has not seen a transfer of this this, uh, nature for quite some time. And President Biden last was attending a transfer of remains, a dignified transfer of remains, as they call it, when he was vice president of the United States. Certainly a solemn moment there at uh, Dover Air Force Base. And then, Linda, soon after that dignified transfer, we get word of the retaliatory strikes in Iraq and Syria that are underway. Um, Any word from the White House? Was that a plan scheduled? Were they waiting for the dignified transfer before either launching or announcing the strikes? Or we don't know that yet. Well, they have not been, um, and on purpose, have not been telegraphing their, uh, their punches as the uh, National Security Council uh, spokesman has told us repeatedly. He would not say, he said, yes, there would be a retaliation. He did not say the nature of that retaliation, except to say that it would be multi-tiered and that it would recover, uh, would uh, unfold over a period of time, not all at once. And, uh, of course, it's interesting to note that the top military commanders were all at Dover Air Force Base for the dignified transfer of remains. So they knew what was going to happen. They were intimately involved in the planning. But um, since they were all in Dover, it was safe for uh, those of us who were following this closely to assume that the the uh, the transfer of, of uh, remains and the uh, retaliatory airstrikes would not occur at the same time. They did occur within hours. And uh, while we didn't expect it, quite frankly, uh, as early as uh, well now around the four o'clock hour, hour, uh, hour in uh, on the East Coast, uh, apparently uh, this was something that uh, was uh, ready to go 
And uh, all they needed was the okay to go ahead, and they have. All right, Linda, thanks for the update. That's CBS's Linda Kenyon at the White House.